Blog Talk Radio. Hello, goddesses. Welcome to another edition of Astrology Hour. Today I have special guest Lynette Duncan on with me again. Of course, this is the Lionsgate. So if you're on Instagram, you've been seeing it all day, all night, uh, or all night last night, all, all this week, probably reading about it um, on your favorite blogs. And so that's exactly what Lynette's going to be talking to us today about. And of course, also, we have another eclipse coming up, and that is on, uh, this one is a solar eclipse, I believe, coming up on the 11th, so a lot of things to talk about. I'm not going to take up a whole lot of time here. As you know, when we have Lynette on, I do not, you don't hear much from me, so I won't be interrupting or asking any questions. We don't take callers on this show. There's just not enough time. There's a lot of information that we're trying to get out. I do highly suggest that you pull out your notepad, pull out your pen, get ready to write some things down, jot some things out. Um, that may be an antiquated way to do it. You can always do that online, obviously. Just pull out your computer and take some notes. But either way, I do want to make sure that you're um, listening and taking down the information. This is all going to be information that we're going to want to refer to uh, when we're in the middle of a release or anything that's going on we don't yet understand. I wanted to announce really quickly, we will have Elizabeth Harbin on next week, next Wednesday, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're doing three shows this, this month. That's kind of a, an August gift. So uh, she will be on next week. That is a call-in show. That is for free reading. So make sure you jot that down as well. Um, and make sure to call in next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. Today, however, I do want to jump to Lynette. I also want to let you know if we go a little over time, not sure that we will, but there is so much information to cover. If we go a little over time and suddenly you just don't hear us anymore, <laughs> know that if we continue to record and the rest of the show will be available to you in the archives. So all you have to do is just check the archives uh, sometime after 4.30 p.m., and everything that you need to know will be there. And I'm going to turn it over to Lynette now. Lynette, thank you so much for joining me. I know you have a lot of information to give us, so I'm going to let you take over. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, I first want to mention that um, I am clearing some energy out of my fifth throat, my fifth chakra, my throat. So you may hear me clear my throat a little bit. Water doesn't seem to be helping, so... Forgive me for that. So um, we're going to talk today about the lion's gate, and we're going to talk a little bit about some of the aspects, some of the things that we've been experiencing energetically and spiritually over the last month or so since the, um, the last um, full moon, which was the um, was kind of the kickstart of all of it, of all of this passage, because this lion's gate, is really what's in the middle of three very powerful eclipses. And we generally have eclipses, sun and moon eclipses, but only occasionally do we have these threesomes, these eclipses that happen in threes. Plus they happen right around the lion's gate. So much of what we're experiencing today is the culmination of what was activated in the solar eclipse last year, around the 21st of August. And what this is doing is closing a chapter, closing a book of what was activated at that time. Whatever isn't in the resonance of your vibrational field, whatever isn't in alignment with your true and highest path is coming to an end very quickly. And it's all, it, you may have already experienced that or are in the middle of it. So it's really important to understand that these eclipses create a disruption of light. So it just depends on what energy body is being eclipsed. So if it's the sun's energy, 
<clears throat> that is a solar eclipse, we have a disruption of our consciousness. On some level, something is about to break through. Something, some energy about our consciousness, some way that we move, something that we identify with is about to change, which is about to occur in a different way for us. A lot of times that comes through as a breakthrough or an insight of knowledge or information or wisdom that serves us. Um, A a lunar eclipse where the moon is in a blood state or is eclipsed in some way is um, really an emotional energy. And these lunar eclipses can be extremely powerful simply because of the emotional energy that's attached and connected to a, a blood moon eclipse. That was really a catalyst, this last blood moon eclipse that we had and that last new moon. So it was, or the last full moon. So it was incredibly um, releasing, uh, a purging kind of energy that we'd been building up to. Um, The blood moon was literally um, the apex of that energy. And now we're sort of, things are waning and we're starting to pull things together. And I've talked to a lot of people that are right on, um, that are just on the other side or on the verge of a breakthrough where new information is coming into their consciousness. But this is related to the eclipse energy of last summer in August around the 21st. That big, great North American eclipse is what activated what you're in, the energy that you're in right now. Um, It is coincided with this Lionsgate energy. So let's just briefly talk about that. I don't want to spend too much on the history because it's all over out there. You can read about that. But generally, this period of time, always every year, is in alignment with the serious star system, and many, many star seeds on the planet right now that are involved in the ascension are from Syrian star lines, and these are galactic imprints that we carry and that we brought with us. Many of these Syrian energies are connected with the uh, familiarity or the orientation of blue energy, or what we would call a blue ray or an indigo. Um, That is what is... Uh, the signature of serious energy is this blue energy. There are different generationals, um, generational um, ages and energies of, of serious, this blue um, indigo energy. The, what really is the hallmark of indigo energy or the Syrian um, uh, starline is about, see, how do I describe this? Um, it's, it's a feline energy in a sense, but there carries with it a rebellious energy. Um, that's very pure and high vibrational. So anything that isn't really in alignment with truth and good and positive energy and the forward movement and upward progression and evolution, Syrians are going to come to transform. And that's why so many of us are here because we are in a period of global disclosure. Um, That is really what this Lionsgate is activating. And we've had several planetary movements that have been assisting us along the way, including Jupiter in Scorpio since last October. It has been, that energy has been really reaching into the depths and pulling forward the truth. Um, And so we're starting to see a lot of shadows, a lot of stuff come forward that is confusing us, is making us uncomfortable, is dividing us. Um, but the truth is being um, unearthed, in a sense, from very deep, dark places. And it's bringing, Jupiter is bringing it forward into the light. Jupiter is the original spiritual energy of the zodiac. Jupiter, Jupiter was 
the expansiveness of wisdom and knowledge and intelligence and that connection to a higher energy. So Jupiter's position and mission in Scorpio is to bring forward the truth from the darkness. So we are going to be seeing more and more things that make us uncomfortable and make us really look at how we want to move forward in society and as a human race of beings. Um, I am literally predicting that some of these things are going to be very difficult to look at because I know what's coming. So, um, and it's not in a bad, in any sort of a bad way. It's just going to take a psychological adjustment and then we're going to be in a much better position because we're going to be to be able to move forward in a huge amount of truth and integrity, which we are not at yet. We have to have certain breakthroughs in our society to really understand and see what's, what the darkness is. You know, as starseeds, um, as we're in these alignments and going through the ascension, we connect with the darkness within us. That's why we ascend. This is why we are healing and integrating. And we understand this energy, but collectively the world on a global level is we're in a rarity and minority energy. Um, we're the way showers. We are the trailblazers who are allowing this transition to occur. So we have had to go into the darkness first, and now we're going to witness and hold space for the darkness that is going to be revealed. And there will be many star seeds that are now and have been coming forward stepping into their purpose and stepping into their missions because this is the global shift that we've been waiting for. This is tangible results um, that we've been working for many, many years now, especially since 2012, to move into these deeper vibrational states of healing and truth and understanding. So this is going to continue to unfold. But this lion's gate and all lion's gates are a representation and a reorientation to that star system, which activates many of us that are indigos. Um, And it will activate everyone on the collective level simply because of the ascension and what's happening. So if you relate to a a Syrian star seed or any sort of an indigo energy, which really has that quality of rebellion and change-making, coming in uh, as a, uh, an earth alchemist or somebody who's here to change the status quo, which most starseeds are. But there, there is a, a, a nice blend of all kinds of starseeds, of course, here interacting in the ascension and participating. And so Sirius um, is definitely highlighted this time of the year, and many starseeds that relate to this, um, to this energy pattern are going to feel uplifted and encouraged and a regained sense of confidence during this time to really step forward into your mission if that's been a place of murkiness for you. Many people during this time, especially if you're relating or identifying as a healer or a transitional guide or um, any sort of wellness, well-being energy that you bring, self-love, whatever you teach, whatever you heal, however you do that, That is going to be changing for many people who have already been on this path, who have already taken steps toward their their wholeness, their totality. And those will be, those folks who have been doing this for a while are going to feel a shift in their energy as well. And new energy coming in, new ways of being, new ways to capture um, what they do and bringing it to a different level. Because we all are just rising. It's, it's almost as if you pull a ladder out of the water. Each rung gets 
lifted out of the water in its due time. But the upper rungs that are being pulled on first are going to have a different perspective than the ones coming out of the water. So it's all being lifted, and we're all moving together. The layers don't mean anything. That's just a vibrational perspective, which is linear time-based, and so it doesn't matter. But because all everything is happening at once. So um, there will be a great uh, surge of information, knowledge, and intelligence, and energy, and light that comes in with this alignment that elevates everyone. So no matter where you are on your spiritual path, um, this energy has been much, much about the purging and um, releasing dense energies that are in our way. So people that have awakened recently are going to move through these energies pretty quickly. A lot of folks that could um, and have related to being in an ascension process for several years now, we might even be envious of how quickly people are moving through the energy because we definitely had a different experience. But it's all good because it's all we're reaching critical mass, and this is why things are now going to start to um, be disclosed. I don't really feel that there's a timeline for any of this because we are creating a shift. We are doing it. We're not on a timeline. There's nothing that we're waiting for. There's not an event that's going to happen that's going to shake us out. What, what, what really we are creating the shift vibrationally every single day and every moment and every breath. So really what occurs, what happens, what elevates, what reveals what um what what evolves is going to be really be up to us in every single moment especially from this point forward um we will no longer be able to stay in vibrational states of disempowerment um that will become more and more pronounced um and people will struggle and those that are having understandings of where they need to go and really stepping into their missions will be available for the masses that will be struggling more because it, there is a, even though we're moving into unity consciousness, there are beings that will be choosing to stay for, for their own evolutionary reasons in a different reality. So there's a lot of dichotomy, and this was really the key um, that we were going into this year was the polarities, and that's really the 11, um, and that 2018 reduces to that 11. Um, this is a mastery year, so um, we're being especially... Um, activated to step into our highest purpose. Now, as you know, it's interesting because as I look at this chart for the Lionsgate for today, it's all over the place. It's got so much energy happening. What jumps out at me right away is that we have a Chiron-Venus exact opposition at one degree, uh, Venus at one degree of Libra, Chiron at one degree of Aries, and she is retrograde. So there is a lot of healing energy. And you know, my I've been reframing the word healing. I don't like to use it very much, but I like integration better because that's really all healing is, is in integrating yourself, a part of your soul, back into your body, back into your experience, and loving that part of you. So as we do that, we heal. But it feels to me not like there's wounds that are healing, but that, that our own energy, um, our own healing energy is coming forward in a really powerful way. Anything at the first degrees of any sign is potent. This is really the genesis of, it, of, of a momentum. Uh, Chiron is a healing energy. Venus is a feminine energy that holds the container of creation. So we really are in the 
the conception of this new birth, of this new age that, is, that we're stepping into. And we're going to feel this. And even though some may feel this is a cleansing, healing time, those that are healers that deeply resonate with that energy and are using their own healing of themselves as now in the world as healers, this will to you, through you, as an expressed and heightened sense of your own healing abilities. More healing energies coming in, more intuition, psychic ability, um, channelings um, from your higher source, source, your higher self, more integration in that is the ascension, your higher self integrating into your physical body. We're going to see a lot more of that as these new healers and guides step forward. So um, this is a time to let go of any preconceived notions of any sort of competition or things that would separate you from the comrades that are here to actually guide and support you want to really wear, watch where your own judgment is about people that are now emerging and that you're not having conversations in your head about people not being qualified. We're not in energy like that anymore. Everyone is stepping forward powerfully into their position, and we get to honor their experience of that. And we get to really understand that, that you know, in order to, to have to be honored by others, we honor everyone. This is how the energy works. So we're going to have a much deeper understanding about energetics um, as we move forward and how it works, the laws of attraction, the laws of one. Um, we're going to be rapidly moving into states, vibrational, um, mental states of unity, of deeper unity consciousness. One of the beautiful things that's happening as well is we have a grand trine in water with Jupiter in Scorpio, a Cancer moon today at 11 degrees. The, the, the map that I'm looking at, and Neptune in um, Pisces. So we've had this beautiful, beneficial um, trine with Neptune and Jupiter for now all year long, back and forth. And now we're also in another grand trine as this has um, been holding a basic trine energy and other planets keep making grand trines as they, as they pass over this connection. It's beautiful. So this is a really a healing energy, a way of us really getting in touch with the depths of our spiritual energy and our connection to source. That is us. That is energy, our knowledge as God being God. So there's a lot of deep things, really deep cellular changes happening. And we know that this has been changing us on a DNA, a structural level. But it is, not, it is time to really honor and really embrace that and to really allow that energy to feel, to feel through. Part of my mission is when I look at energies, when I'm looking at astrological information, I'm always looking for the highest potential. Um, I am not the type of astrologer that's going to point out where the difficulties, the, negative, the negativities are. They exist. Um, and we can help, we can, get, we can get information to navigate that. But essentially, anybody, when you're looking at astrology, you want to look at the highest potential that's available because every sign, every planet um, holds an energy of a polarity, a dark and a light, a shadow and a light. And so you always have both potentials available to you. So anytime you're looking at your chart or someone else's or a transit chart, you really want to look at it from that lens um, and we want to really adopt this attitude in everything that we do, looking at things at the most positive light, looking at even difficult relationships as in their highest potential. 
Um, so this grand train is going to be really beneficial for us to really viscerally get in touch on a cellular level with that water, that knowledge, that nurturing energy within our bodies. Um, this has been a signature off and on all year, and so it's really serving us at this time. Um, we do have a sun today, a sun and Mercury exactly conjunct at 16 degrees. And, of course, 16 reduces to a 7. So this is a 7-7 seven, seven, um, on our sun today, which is, of course, in Leo. And 7-7 seven, seven is a high vibrational master number. Those of you that follow me, um, I've been writing about 7-7, seven, seven, and I had shared some information last week about that because 7 is, a, is the high spiritual vibrational number of, of mastery. And we've got a 7-7, seven, seven, which is just that energy doubled. So this passage today is the initiation into the, through the temple doors of the gateway of that experience, that um, really coming into our own spiritual mastery, our own personal mastery. Um, and, you know, some people I know who, are, who have heart, had a harder time letting go of some of the old spiritual paradigms about Eastern philosophies and the words like master might be, get triggered by that. But when I'm talking about mastery, I'm talking about your own ability to love yourself fully and to trust your own guidance. That's mastery. That is mastery. Um, it can have whatever con other connotations, but literally self-mastery is the master of yourself and of your own self-knowledge and your capabilities. Only you. There's no one that knows you the way that you know you. You are your own authority. And this is really what this Leo energy is about. And this is where we've been moving since last year in May when um, the North Node moved into Leo from um, from a Virgo perspective. So we move from a whole axis of the victimization and the wound into the healing of that, into empowerment and stepping into our sovereignty. And we've been doing that for over a year now. So that's really the vibration that this sun and Mercury carry at this at this seven um, seven seven, the sixteen degrees, which is a seven seven. So there is personal mastery here that we are it almost feels like the close of a cycle where um, we've reached a certain level of that mastery. And of course there's always new levels to it, but that um, souls as they move more into their mastery and they trust their, their vision of, of their desire, um, that movement into the elevated perspective of that pulls everybody up. <laughs> so, excuse me, as people struggle through some of the energy and information that's going to come forward, we are really literally guiding beacons of light for everyone on the planet right now. And it's not so much that we go out and, I mean, we do want to talk about it. We, you want to be really confident to be at this time, confident in whatever you feel guided to do or however you feel guided to share. And there's a lot of people stepping into those kinds of roles. So let yourself be guided to the thing and trust that that that's exactly what is needed at this time. And it's so important that we maintain states of self-love and these, we cultivate these relationships with ourselves so that we're in a fully self-loving presence. This is the ascension. This is where we're all going. We all need to hold a, a high vibration of self-love and self-respect so that we can not only model that for people that are awakening, but so that we can hold that energy for them to move into that gracefully themselves. So our level of, of service has just been kicked up like about 10 notches. 
So this is exciting for those of us that have been in this groove for a while because we're feeling that energy come in. We've definitely been feeling the the ladders, the rungs as we've gone through these, like it seems like it's gone through these clicks maybe through the eclipse that there were just certain levels that we there would be a breakthrough and, and an energy release and then we go into another one and we've been in this for about a month now. And so this is calibrating us is really the best word I can think of to speak about. So that calibration really just moves us into the higher levels and it pulls everyone up, everyone else up. So this is a really beautiful combination. Um, we do have um, some other things happening. We have some yods that are forming. I'm always, I'm the yod queen. So I love to sort of look and see where these really focused points of light are. And right now we have one, uh, an axis or an apex of one with a Neptune um, in Pisces that is um, connected um, to the, the, the midheaven. Um, and we're looking at that as that's connected to the sun. So even though this would change for each um, sign, this feels the, the odd won't change. So this is really a uh, focused energy of our spiritual intention, no matter how we look at that. And it is, it is bringing, we're bringing that forward, that spiritual intention, that spiritual energy through our consciousness. So we're really elevating. And then we have another yod between Pluto and also, again, that Neptune, which is connected to the sun. So we've got a couple of really tight triangles of these gods happening. These are fingers of fate, fingers of God. And so this is energy that is just reorienting us into a different level. So what is experienced as we move through this lion's gate, leaning up to, leading up to this day, and leading to the, um, the, uh, the energy as it, moves into the next solar partial solar eclipse on the 11th. Um, now we're going to be through these passages um, once we get beyond the 11th and we'll talk about that, but the energy will integrate after that point and they will do that for the next six months to a year, if not longer, depending on your own chart. So you are going to be integrating this elevation, this expansion for a while so it, this is why it's important to stay in self-loving states. You don't want to be holding any energy or judging anything right now. You want things to flow. The more that you let things flow, the more that things are, you are allowing the energies to come in as an inspiration so that you can be guided to the next thing because we're all being guided to the next thing. We're not in energy anymore where we're given the big picture. It's just not the way it works. We get to be in a, a lot of of self-trust as we move forward. So let's just take a moment to look. Energy for the, um, the 11th, which is a new moon. So it's a partial solar eclipse. And what's really interesting, after we move out of the 8th and into the weekend, then we have, of course, a sun-moon conjunction in Leo. So this, again, new moons are always eclipses. They are. The, the moon is eclipsed. You can't see it. Um, so there is always an eclipse that happens every new moon. So if you see this energy as that, there is sort of an emotional component to this. Um, this is the activation here of your confidence, your courage, um, your ability to move into your purpose, 
right? And to be authentic. Leo is an energy of authenticity. More than any of the other signs, Leo and, and um, Aquarius have this energy of authenticity. It's extremely vital to the well-being of these signs. So we are moving into this well-being energy of this confidence and courage and really being in our radiance. So we, we always want to have this, <laughs> this awareness moving forward um, because we're not going back. So we have, during the solar eclipse, we have a north node, a Mercury, a sun, and moon conjunction all in Leo. So um, this is just continuing this energy of a reset. Um, even an emotional reset, we may receive our conscious reset now because of the Mercury and Sun conjunction, and then the emotional reset on the 11th. So these things are going to unfold for the next six months because this is what eclipses do, and they're powerful. So if you think back to the eclipse of last year, around the end of August, and how much you've done and progressed and evolved in just that last year. This is what you get to expect times 10 in the next year is the level and the rapidity of which we're moving forward into the evolutionary states of this new earth. It, we, it is within our grasp, and we are going to start feeling that more and more viscerally as our bodies change, as the light waves affect us. Um, this year has been one of great transformation and um, for those of you that were following me or were aware of me um, at the beginning of this year when we had a cancer, I believe it was a cancer full moon, I think, uh, on January 1st, um, that was an energy, and I talked about this, about walking through the temple doors, that there, the, the, the 2018 was an 11, and that 11 represented the twins, and it also represented the, the pillars before the temple doors. And that we were all going to be walking through this initiation this entire year. And that is exactly what it has been. It has been an initiation process of that burning through the, the, the ashes and rising from the ashes as the phoenix does. And so um, this has been a testing time, even though I don't really like to use that term. That is how some people may relate it. Um, now, what's really interesting about this, um, solar eclipse on the 11th is that there are a couple of yods that are forming between um, Pluto, that connection, all of those planets in Leo, and then also Neptune again. So we have our spiritual connection, our divinity, our creativity, because it's really important to understand that your imagination is your God code, okay? Your imagination is God energy. It's mental energy that is God. So our physical bodies create other physical bodies. We do that through the movement of love and that connection to source because this is literal matter that we've, we, you know, our bodies are our first manifestation. But the energy that is emotional or that is mental is the, the God energy within us that dwells within us is our imagination. So we've had this, we've been under this idea or this impression that our imagination somehow our weakness like we're off in the clouds. No, our imagination, that's something that they've been, they've taught us to keep us, you know, unaware of who we are. Our imagination is our creative energy. It is our inception of who we are. And this is really important to understand moving forward because many of us are going to be creating and we have been creating from that imaginative state. 
So Neptune is a high vibration of creative energy, creative God source energy, which really is representative by the, by the imagination um, as it represents that. It's a higher energy. And then Pluto is the energy of transformation, that deep empowerment that Pluto carries. Um, Pluto, you know, I challenge everybody to sort of change their idea about what Pluto is about and start seeing Pluto as the empowerment energy that exists in the zodiac because that is its highest energy. Even though it's about change and transformation and the cycle of death and rebirth, it is about that. But if we look at it on an esoteric level of evolutionary energy, then it is about empowerment. It's about the highest empowerment that we can reach. And it's about that self-control, about that knowing. Nobody can take from you what you know about yourself, your self-worth. Nobody can, can make you relinquish that. So we're all moving into much more confidence, much more empowerment, feeling that, feeling the vibration of our soul energy really potentizing and energizing and expanding and really starting to continue, not starting, but continuing to feel the edges of each other as we connect. So many people are having experiences that are opening them into their psychic ability, their intuitive ability, and that is going to strengthen and really allow for um, an increasing energy of that, just uh, more skills coming in. Uh, you know, and we've been talking about this for a while, um, that this was coming, um, and that's going to continue. If you're not noticing that yet, you will. You will. Um, what I'm noticing with the clients that I'm working with is that people are just dropping old patterns and habits that they've had for a long time. They're just dropping them. It's almost as if those patterns and habits let go of them instead of them letting go of the patterns and habits. And I'm noticing this is just a theme with everyone, that everybody's moving through this, this energy, this transformation with a lot more grace and ease than they did before because we've got so much energy that is potent that is supporting us in this process. So we get to be in a full state of trust going forward. Um, for this solar eclipse, of course, we still have Venus in this opposition with Chiron. So healing is still going to be occurring on a, v, a very deep subatomic level, um, we do have a, um, a square with Venus and Saturn um, during this passage. And um, this is what you may experience as an emotional opening during this, um, this solar eclipse because the moon is related. It's a new moon, basically. Um, this is about setting intentions, and what you may notice that comes up during this period of time is insecurity. Um, Venus, of course, is about our values, our self-worth. Saturn is squaring that energy, and, it's, and Saturn carries an energy of sort of a harsh criticism. So if you notice during this time that you have an, an expanded awareness of being self-critical or critical of others, you want to really look at that energy because that's energy that's coming up to clear. It wants to be released. So try to notice the energy rather than responding to it. So don't get, try not to get caught up in cycles of like criticism or gossiping or putting other people down or complaining because that's a lot of times what this energy will be. And it's just because we don't feel good about ourselves and so just notice if that's active within you because it's really not a personal thing. It's just the collective energy moving through you. So don't get too caught up in what that is. 
Um, but if you do notice that you're having recurring thoughts of your own, you know, of, of lack of self-worth and those kinds of things, this is time to look deeper into self-love methods that are going to help you get through those barriers. Um, because that may come up. That definitely may come up. But we do have also a trine with Venus and Mars um, during this this um, new moon um, eclipse. Venus, of course, is in Libra partnership at four degrees, and Mars is at zero degrees of Aquarius. And so this is a really beautiful energy. I mean, we are literally, the feminine energy is leading the ascension, and we knew that. We've known that now for years. Um, and we all know that we're balancing masculine and feminine energy. We know this. Um, but there, we are going to be, um, because we have balanced this energy, we're also going to have more purified expressions of that masculine feminine energy separately because we've purified it. We've harmonized it. So we're not in our feminine energy as a reaction or we're not in our masculine energy of reaction. We're, we have an ability and a flow to be able to express each of those qualities without any sort of sense of judgment or perception. Um, and that's another level of balancing that energy because now the energy is balanced. We'll, have, we'll notice that we have new expressions of that feminine and masculine energy come forward that's much healthier. You know, I do really feel like we're going into a whole different expression with um, relationship energy. And I'm not really too much, um, I don't do too much about the twin flame stuff anymore. Um, and it's not that I don't believe, um, I just, I don't know, there's a lot of narratives out there that I, that I struggle with a little bit because I've lived them, <laughs> but I do believe that we're all twin flames, and I do believe that, um, that each, each soul monad or imprint um, made a decision consciously or however that looked, whether it was um, in, through God's consciousness that we decided to experience our gender orientation and that created a polarity. It's just part of the separation um, plan and story. Um, but I do believe that relationships are changing. And I know that there's a lot of energy and movement out there about twins coming together. Um, I'm seeing that happen. I believe and I support that. Um, and I'm seeing a lot of really beautiful relationships, people that identified as twins that are now finding whole, whole and healthy and safe and secure relationships. And it doesn't really matter whether it's a twin or not, because we all technically are twins. We are the twin flames to our higher selves. Um, so it depends on how you look at it and where your perspective is, because there's always more than one perspective to any um, to any circumstance, any event. So I do feel like relationships are coming into more integrity and that we're going to be challenged by the way that these relationships look and how other people are expressing their energy in relationships. I feel like relationships are going to be a lot more open and a lot more expressive. And I feel like people that really value monogamy are going to be really triggered by this energy um, and that doesn't mean that I think we're all going to be in open relationships. I'm just saying that some people are going to choose that. And that's going to be absolutely perfect for their evolution. And that's none of your business. <laughs> so be careful about your judgments about the way that relationships take on a new form. Because we are in exploration and we're in new territory. And we are going to be challenged as we go through these, um, these changes. 
and these social awarenesses that are going to come forward. So I am sort of um, expecting that we're going to have some energy there. Not only that, we've got on the same day of the, of the 11th, we've got Mars, which is in a, in a T-square with the North Node, which opposes it, and Uranus. And so changes are coming. Changes are coming that are going to shake up the status quo. And that just doesn't mean the status quo of the things we don't like. Like, this is status quo everywhere. So this is going to affect um, our, our consciousness on many, many levels. And it's going to change the trajectory of our destiny. And so um, even spiritual people get, get judgmental. <laughs> okay? Don't exclude yourself from that category. We all do it. I do it. Everybody does it. And it's just that we catch ourselves doing it. And we realize that we're in energy that isn't about, it's, it, that it's the collective is moving and whatever energy that we judge or that, that we come from a space of doing that is personal to us. That's where we get to look inward and say, okay, what is that about? So we're moving out of judgment very quickly. And I do think we're going to be challenged by these relationship um, experiences on some level. Some people won't, but some people will. Um, we'll be challenged to look at things differently, including sexuality. So these will be things that will be coming up <laughs> as a collective energy. Um, we do have a, um, we're still in that trine. That's not a grand trine, but we still have this energy of Jupiter holding energy with, with um, Neptune, which is a beautiful creative energy. We've been in this energy all year so even though this is this ascension, this part of the ascension this year, especially like everybody's exhausted. I'm exhausted. Like it's it's been a lot, you know. It's been a lot, and it's been good. I mean, we're all feeling it to different varying degrees. Some people are really doing well, and some people are struggling, and some people are just surfing it. I know I've been extremely challenged with different things. So we get to just love each other even more um, because I feel like there's a new wave that's coming in with this Lionsgate. I feel like we're going to be seeing again, a new wave of souls waking up and these waves are getting closer and closer and closer um, happening where they used to year. Um, they're now happening like every month or every couple of months. So we're all getting ready to step forward. So if you're really feeling the call to, step into more of who you are. It's really pretty simple. This is really about self-love, okay? All this Leo energy is about loving yourself. Leos are very loving creatures. They are um, magnanimous. They're gracious. They're generous. They're romantic. They, this is an energy of inclusion, you know, the shadow of Leo is there is some, some over-dramatizing that happens, and there's also some ego stuff that happens as the shadow. But generally, if we're looking at the highlight of Leo, it is about that radiant love in your heart. You know, the heart rules Leo. So this is where we're coming. And I've also heard a lot of people describe, and other people are writing about this too, about how our chakra systems are coalescing into one heart chakra everything's meeting in the middle of the heart. Some people are having that experience already. So we are really moving into heart-centered action in a big way. And this is why we're going to still be challenged by some of our ideas and concepts. And that's appropriate because this ascension isn't, we're not messing around with this energy. This is real. This is happening on a global level. This is affecting millions, billions of people, this energy wave that we're in. And 
for us, we're having a different experience than most of the global population because we're in the know. There's a lot of people that are not, that are in these energies that are very confusing. So imagine how confusing it is for you, and you know about what's going on. There are people that really don't understand what's happening. And when you feel, when you feel energy that collapses in your life and how scary that can be, um, we want to keep a very compassionate heart and an open heart for everybody right now um, to move through this energy and to not take things personally and to try to see things from another person's point of view or perspective because we never really know what's going on with another person, where they're at on their healing journey. We never really want to assume that, you know, Christ isn't the beggar at the door, honestly. Um, we just have no idea. We are here to be responsible for our energy, and it is that sovereignty that this Leo is about. It's about being your own authority and walking in your self-mastery, and that's really what this Lionsgate is about. It's really about owning that, claiming that, um, allowing that to be um, the truth of your experience as you really just um, activate others and hold that energy for other people to awaken. So I'm super excited about these next two passages, this one and the one that's coming out just on the 11th. I mean, we're not talking about very much time, but there's so much energy that we're, that we're in. So there is going, this shift is going to happen. It may not happen right away. It's going to happen differently for people. So stay out of comparisons with anybody right now. Um, you are doing your own work and what you're doing and the way that you're doing it is exactly perfect and right. So keep that in mind as you move forward because eclipse energies are big. They happen in cycles and we're looking at the next six months, at least, if not a year. These are big changes, big sweeping changes that are coming in. So just continue to be gentle, love yourself, especially work on self-love and self-acceptance. When we're in a state of self-love and acceptance, even if all you're doing is just being in gratitude and appreciation for yourself and who you are on a basic level, um, self-love is going to get you there. It's the only thing that can get you there. It is the last piece sometimes for spiritual people is that self-love piece. So if you can adopt self-love on any level that you feel guided to, it is going to accelerate your your ascension much more quickly if you go there first because it's always the step that has to be taken, no matter where you are on the journey. So self-love is the best choice for you at all times, because it, it actually acts as a bypass. Sometimes if all you're doing is loving the shadow, you don't have to go through all of the process of memories and why and why it happened and making those connections. You're just moving through it. This is what self-love gives us. So keep that in mind. But I, really, I pray for everyone who is, you know, all of us, that we experience this passage with bliss and joy and, and a great expectation of what's coming. I am having a wedding on the 11th. So this is a big time for me. This has been a big shift for me and I'm really, I'm feeling it with everyone. So I can really appreciate what everybody's going through, but I wish everybody the very best week, especially, and especially the next six months to a year. And, and of course we'll be catching up, but, this is a big moment. This is a big day. We can all be celebrating, I think, right now. Oh, wow. That's wonderful. You have a wedding on the 11th? Not my wedding. <laughs> no, my, I, my youngest daughter's getting married. Yeah, no, my, mm -hmm. yeah, she's getting married. Wow. I know. It was a fortuitous day. I know. I'm excited. So this has been a big, 
a big thing. Yeah. So lots of love. Aww, how um, beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, I want to say that um, a lot of this stuff that you've given me, of course, I know that uh, everyone out there listening has been touched by everything that you say, but I, I want to say that, again, I'm always telling you how grateful I am for you, but I share your information with everyone, but I also share it with uh, even Elizabeth Harbin, you know, the psychic that I have on uh, two times a month. And, you know, I am sure you're aware of this, but you channel a great deal of information. I just know other way to say it. And I'm just grateful that you're a vessel and a light. The information that you shared today, it makes so much sense, not only on a personal level, but on a professional one. I agree with you with regard to clients coming in, um, you know, it's nodding my head pretty much everything you were saying, but certainly about the clients that it feels like that they're just kind of, that old habits and old patterns are just being just dropped away, you know, and it and it isn't anything other than just, it's just happening. You know, there's no no reason really, it's just gone it doesn't resonate anymore so it's just gone and it seems like with the beauty of it at least from my perspective and I it seems like from yours too is that in in these energies um some of the stuff that I think you know for the longest time uh in the past when you would have been working with someone in a healing process or an integration process that these particular steps to uh get to that point would have been kind of grueling and difficult it would have taken a lot of like what you just said going through the whys and the how did this happen to me and why am I like this? But it doesn't seem like that now. It seems like things are just kind of being pulled away. We don't have time for that, evidently. So it's just like getting pulled away. Like you said, it's just almost like they're letting go. Mm-hmm. The the old habits and old patterns are letting go of them, not the other way around. That's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. I mean, it's, you know, for those of us that were in the first couple of waves, we experience the energy differently. And this last mm-hmm. few waves, I would say the last three that woke up, really propelled all of us into a new revelation of, of experience. And so we're not only experiencing the acceleration of it, but they're not going through the intensity of the process that we had. But that's why we did it, because we were literally clearing the right. path. So it makes sense. It makes sense that all the subsequent um, waves would, would be very quick in their acceleration. And none of it yeah. means anything. <laughs> you know, right. none of it means anything. Right. There aren't levels to this. There are jobs. There are things that we're called to do and missions that we have. And so there's no, we're all in unity working together as, as, the, as the cog of a wheel. We're just working and doing this. Um, but it is, there is an acceleration that we're really, that I'm noticing, just like you are noticing that. And it mm-hmm. is beautiful. It's healing. It's integration. That's yeah. why I don't really, I'm not using that word really anymore because it's not really healing. There's nothing broken. But we're all integrating very quickly. Right. Yeah, well, and it definitely is happening like that. It's, it's just, yeah, it's exactly what you said, that what we experience is much different. Now, I do have a question. So um, with regard to, I know... I know that uh, you don't talk about Twin Flames as much these days, but uh, there are a lot of people that contact me about it. I have clients that talk about it. Mm -hmm. I personally talk about it. So I will ask, with regard to the Lionsgate, I mean, I know that you did mention some of the Twin Flame stuff that's going on, but with regard to that, is there anything particular, you know, Twin Flame energy stuff that's going to be happening specifically, or is it just all global? Because, like, I know you said we're all Twin Flames. It's all affecting us, but I'm just... I guess I'm curious if there's something happening specifically for and to Twin Flames in this energy. Yeah, yeah. So this is 
the Assyrian Lion's Gate is always in alignment with your higher potential energy. It's always an acceleration into more of your God consciousness. So the whole potential of twins or however you identify or refer to that, whether it's a soulmate relationship or a twin flame or however you look at that, it's love. So it's about that bridge and that coming together. And that love, those those that are twin flames um, and that are finding these partners and, and having these co these co-created missions together this is real and some people have agreed to do this and so twin flames are a real thing i'm just saying we're all twin flames Mm -hmm. not all of us are being activated in the ascension in the way that some twins are like you so um this energy is about holding it's about anchoring the truth of that love and this is why twins have come in is to anchor that love because it's essential. I mean, this is how energy works. We have to be that energy in order to create it. So in order for us to create love and to hold love on the planet and to create this shift, then twins had to come. It was part of the plan. So yes, there is a coming together. And I've even had some interesting experiences in my life that have made me stop and be like, hmm, not about the twin flame, but just, just about relationships in general and people coming together. Um, and so, because I've had some interesting experiences this week that I'm open to, and I think we're, and I've seen other people that have like had just amazing experiences with par- potential partners this last couple of weeks. So yes, I do right. believe that twins are gravitating towards each other. I feel like the debris and the energy that was in the way from real true unions is being cleared. Um, and so I'm going to expect to see a lot more of that happen, and just relationships in general, not only twins, but just relationships in general as more of us come together in loving states um, because that's got to happen. So, yeah, I think that'll be a natural, right. um, a natural outcome, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Well, and in line with that, you know, I'll just go ahead and put this out there just because I feel – that I can. Um, with regard to that debris being cleared in the way the stuff that, you know, needs to be cleared so that people can come together in that way, I, I would encourage personally, I don't know if you'll co-sign this, but I would encourage personally that, you know, people who are experiencing, um, you know, uh, uh, a breakup or experiencing some sort of separation, you know, I, I see this as an opportunity that, that something is coming in for you that's, that's where you need to be. And, and so rather than focusing on, and I'm not saying you're not going to have grief or any of that, but I am saying that rather than putting all of your focus on the loss and the lack, put your focus on the gratitude of what's to come because I guarantee there is something coming in that, and I know this from experience, and I know that a lot of times people are really, even in the midst of finding that, that coming together with something else, they're still kind of stuck in that old energy of what was. And, and you know, at this point, it's like what you're being led to is really going to be where you need to be. And so it's a beautiful thing and it's something to be grateful for. That separation just means that you're being prepared for something that's, that's meant for you. I agree. I believe that any sort of separation with any beloved is about a return to yourself. And when you really look at it from that perspective, um, you're going to move through that energy much more quickly. It's really about that self-love. Again, I always come back to that because it, this is the core of it. Because any, any, anybody that's, that's in relationship and, and identifies at all with a partnership or a twin flame energy or soulmate energy, we, part of the experience that we're having as a collective is about loving ourselves and recapturing, retrieving that soul energy that we've lost 
and woundedness and victimization. So we have to integrate those parts and we have to do that in order for the ascension to occur because our higher self has to descend and we have to love every part of ourselves in order for that energy to exist within us. So it, it is part of the ascension and um, it is. It does mean if you're in separation right now that there are other things that are coming. And so use this opportunity to really focus on yourself, focus on your self-love, love the aspect of you that is grieving and hurting. Of course, it does hurt. The emotional stuff is big right now. But self-love is the key. Always. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And yeah, I'll I'll just reiterate that. You know, the, the grief that comes with it, just love it. That's the thing that, you know, I, I will say, um, I'm not ever one to say that none of this, you know, is stuff that we, we talk about it, but it doesn't, I, of course, I help clients, but it doesn't mean that I don't go through these things myself. I always tell people I spot it because I got it. So I understand it, you know, because I've, I've either been through it or I go through it. So it's the same thing with this. I, you know, I had to have a conversation with myself just yesterday, rem- reminding myself that I, I, you know, I love myself unconditionally and that even in the moments where I'm thinking, why am I acting like this? Well, there is a reason, and I'm going to have compassion for that. And I encourage everyone out there to do the same. All of these energies, no matter where you are in them, no matter how you're um, working in them, whether you're swimming against the current or surfing through it, you know, whatever it is, uh, love yourself in it. That truly is the key. And, and Lynette, I love so much that you always reiterate that. That is the most important message, as we know, but it is definitely something that um, we have certainly been – programmed not to do and so i'm i'm so grateful for your your vessel for the fact that you're always a light and you remind us to do that so again thank you for being Mm -hmm. on the show today all of the information Mm -hmm. you've given us and again everyone listening if you're not following lynette on instagram please do she's always getting information this is a daily thing it's a wealth of information that you'll want to share with others. It's at Oracle of Your Soul. You can get all of her information there, website information there. It's the best way to just stay in touch, follow her, get everything that you need to know, uh, contact her for readings, contact her for any information that you need. And I also want to remind you again, next Wednesday, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, I will have Elizabeth Harbin on again. She does offer free readings. So if you're interested in something like that, you can call into the show of course, the call-in information is there if you're on the show page. If you want to jot it down now, it's 646-668-8327. Follow us on facebook.com backslash girlpowerhalfhour. You can get all of our updates and information there as well. Uh, lots of ways to keep in touch and lots of ways to follow us. Certainly lots of ways to get information during a time where we all can use it. It's definitely one of those instances where I feel like, you know, we're all really trying to keep in communication as starseeds and everyone here on the planet trying to do this ascension thing, uh, we, we all have to kind of keep in, keep in touch. This is kind of um, what we do is staying in touch with the mothership and staying in touch with each other. So this is one of those ways to do it. And so I highly encourage you to follow Lynette, uh, again, at Oracle of Your Soul, and just, just follow all that information and, and keep track of it. And if you want to share this radio show, if all, of the, you, all the information that you heard today resonated with you and you feel it would resonate with somebody else, please feel free to do so. We have an archive. After 4 o'clock, you can go and grab it. It's really easy to share in a link on your Facebook page or just you know, send it along in your Instagram. And again, thank you so much for always tuning in. Couldn't do it without you. Greatly appreciate you. We'll be talking to you next Wednesday with Elizabeth Harbin on Psychic Wednesday. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.